Section 2 of the World's Famous Orations, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arav Eckerwall. The World's Famous Orations, Volume 3. Rules for Decent Living by John Wycliffe. Born in 1324, died in 1384. Master of Balliol College, Oxford, in 1360, then rector of three parishes successfully, a royal ambassador to confer with papal nuncios at Bruges in 1374, summoned before convocation in 1373 because of his attacks on the clergy, threw off his allegiance to the papacy and wrote ceaselessly against the papal claim, made the first complete translation of the Bible into English about 1382, his bones exhumed and burned, and the ashes thrown into a river by the order of the Synod of Constance in 1428. If thou be a lord, look thou live a rightful life in thine own person, both anent God and man, keeping the hests of God, doing the works of mercy, ruling well thy five wits, and doing reason and equity and good conscience to all men. The second time govern well thy wife, thy children, and thy homely men in God's law, and suffer no sin among them, neither in word nor in deed, upon thy might, that they might be an example of holiness and righteousness to all other. For thou shalt be damned for their evil life and thine evil sufferance. But if thou amendst it upon thy might, the third time govern well thy tenants, and maintain them in right and reason, and be merciful to them in their rents and worldly merriments and suffer not only thy officers to do them wrong nor extortions, and chastise them in good manner that he rebel against God's hests and virtuous living, more than for rebellion against thine own cause or person. And hold with God's cause, and love, reward, praise, and cherish the true and virtuous of life more than if they do only thine own profit and wardship, and maintain truly upon thine cunning and might God's law and true preachers thereof and God's servants in rest and peace. For by this reason thou holdest thy lordship of God. And if thou failest of this, thou forfeitest against God in all thy lordship, in body and soul. Principally, if thou maintainest Antichrist's disciples in their errors against Christ's life and his teaching, for blindness and worldly friendship, and helpest to slander and pursue true men that teach Christ's gospel and his life and warn the people of their great sins, and of false priests and hypocrites, that deceive Christian men in a faith and virtuous life, and worldly goods also. If thou be a laborer, live in meekness, and truly and willfully do thy labor. So if thy lord or thy master be a heathen man, that by thy meekness and willful and true service he have not to murmur against thee, nor slander thy God nor Christendom, and serve not Christian lords with murmuring, nor only with their presence, but truly and willfully in their absence, not only for worldly dread nor worldly reward, but for dread of God and of good conscience, and for reward in heaven. For that God that putteth thee in such service wots what state is best for thee, and will reward thee more than all earthly lords may, if thou dost do it truly and willfully for his ordinance. And in all things beware of murmuring against God and his visitation, in great labor and long, and great sickness and other adversities. And beware of wrath, of cursing and wearying, 
or baning of man or of beast. And ever keep patience and meekness and charity both to God and to man. And thus each man in these three states oweth to life, to save himself and help others. And thus should good life, rest, peace, and charity be among Christian men, and they be saved, and heathen men soon be converted, and God magnified greatly in all nations and sects, that now despise him and his law, for the wicked living of false Christian men. End of section 2 Recording by Arav Agarwal